Hello, and welcome to the We Pray Podcast. This is Christine Baker, and it is my joy today to share with you seven promises from the Bible about the goodness of our Father God. Now, we know that scripture is full. Our Bible is full of so much that points to the goodness of God, the nature of our God, and so much more. But today, I wanted to pull out and highlight seven of these that have been an encouragement and a strength in my life, and that I know will absolutely sharpen and strengthen you as well. In the most recent episode that we had, we talked about, we pray, but he hears. Today, I know that this is going to be drilled down even deeper into your heart. It's going to be affirmed even deeper into your heart. Why? Because the word of God is alive and it's going to speak this truth to you. So today, let's jump right into these seven verses together and hear the word of the Lord. Psalms 145 verse 9. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all his creation. Wow, did you hear that? The Lord is good to everyone. He showers. He doesn't trickle. He doesn't just sprinkle. He doesn't just, you know, give a little drop. No, he showers compassion on all his creation. You know, this is such a good reminder that he is our source. It's not just about who we are, right? It's about whose we are and who we belong to. We belong to a good God who's compassionate and showers his compassion on all his creation. He is our source. Praise God. Nahum chapter one, verse seven. This is our second verse. The Lord is good. A strong refuge when trouble comes. He is close to those who trust in him. The Lord is good. A strong refuge when trouble comes. He is close to those who trust in him. Did you hear that? Our God is not distant. He is close to those who trust in him. Here's a great question for us today, right? Who do we go to first? Who's your go-to? What's your go-to resource? What's your automatic, you know, hopefully not reaction, but response? You know, we've got to be disciplined in this. This isn't natural in our flesh. This is a choice on a daily place, on a daily basis for us to go to God first as our refuge, as our source, as our go-to. Why? Because we trust in him and we know that he knows he sees ahead. Amen. And not only is he just somebody to talk to, I mean, absolutely, our God, he is a good father and we do have that relationship with him and he is good, but he is that strong refuge and he has the answer to whatever it is that we are facing. Be encouraged, son, daughter of God today, you can trust in an almighty God. Our third verse, James chapter one, verse 17 Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Wow, this is so good. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our father, who created all the lights in the heavens. 
He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Wow. Whatever is good, whatever is perfect is coming from our good, good father. And he never changes. I love how the scripture ends this way. He never changes. Meaning if he was good in Genesis chapter one, he's still good today in 2022 or beyond. Whenever it is that you're listening, yes, he never changes and he never casts a shifting shadow. You know what that plainly says to me? Our God, he just, he doesn't shift his goodness according to what's going on in today's circumstances, today's culture, whatever is happening around you. He's not going to shift and change just because of that. Circumstances, culture, chaos do not shift the goodness of our God. He is constant. He never changes. He's the same God, the same God who brought the children of Israel through the Red Sea, parted it for them, and then swallowed up their enemies. He's the same God, the same God that as Jesus Christ died and paid the precious price, he raised him, his same spirit, that spirit raised him from the dead. He is the same God. Whatever it is that you're facing today, you've got to know that we serve and love and our children too. Amen. A God who never changes and he won't get shady and he won't cast a shifting shadow in our life. Man, that is good. Our fourth verse, Matthew chapter seven, verse 11. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? Wow. This is a rich truth to grow in right here. I can actually sense mindsets shifting right here. Let's read it again. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? Do you see the heart of God right here? Think about your own children. Think about Christmas. Think about birthdays. Think about the times that you celebrate. Think about just the special surprises. You know, none of us are those parents, right? Who just play an awful joke and just, you know, have nothing to give our children. We absolutely, you know, when it comes to holidays, no, we, we absolutely do it up. We absolutely, and even, you know, even if it's not extravagant in cost, that's not what matters. It's the gift. It's the intention. It's the thinking about what is so special. You know, we all know that some of the most wonderful cards, you know, are not the printed one. It's those handmade cards that are even made from our children. But even as we grow up to sit down and wow, write out a card. Those are some of the most precious cards given, right? And so as we give, and it's our heart to give, we know that it it feels good. It's honoring. There's so much love there. And we love to see the receiver, especially our children, be filled with joy, especially if we're able to give them something that they've so longed for, right? Well, You know, the Bible says, hey, we're wicked. We're sinful in comparison, right? To how good our God is who gives good gifts to those who ask him. Key phrase here, ask him, ask him. I want you and I to shift right here in our thinking that it's somewhere along the line 
you may have bought into a lie that we're not supposed to ask our father for anything. Maybe, you know, we were just raised or you were raised or you've had the thought, well, I get what I get. Don't throw a fit. Well, I mean, that's a good concept when it comes to being grateful. 100%. Absolutely. We don't want to have an entitled attitude when we come to our father. That's not, that's not the point here, but we are his children. And for a long time, some of us have put a lid and a cap on the goodness of God flowing into our life simply because we don't ASK ask, what is it today that is on your heart? The Lord, he wants to hear the desires of your heart. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Listen, listen. He already knows. He already knows. And just like a parent, if you're listening right now, or a grandparent or an auntie, if you're listening right now, or maybe you're a godparent, you know that you pretty much have a good hunch on what your kids are wanting. And you know what? Even better yet, you know the timing of that. Oh, and even better yet, you know what they may need right now on the way, right on the way to what is coming even more. And so as a good parent or as a good auntie or grandparent or, you know, um, even spiritual leader, you, I mean, you know, you have that sense and that pulse. Now, how much greater can we trust our God? How much greater is the wisdom of God on the timing of his of his gifts and our life. But again, we must ask, hey, don't be afraid to ask your father for what it is that you need and for what it is that you desire. He's listening. All right, let's move on to our fifth verse. Psalms chapter 34, verse eight, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. You know, I'm actually reminded right now as I read this and I'm sharing this with you. Have you ever gone through times where um, you have literally um, tasted in your mouth the trial that you've gone through? Yeah, it's crazy. I can think back to where um, I actually... There, there is actually something going on even physically in the taste of my mouth on some of the things that we have faced, some of the, some of the trials. Or how about this? Obviously, this is, would be much more fun to think of. Um, your favorite food, your favorite recipe, you know, even um, linked to some of your favorite memories, right? Um, you can go back and when you taste that or when you think of that, maybe your mouth is watering right now. Maybe you're hungry <laughs> listening to this. But you can think about how good it is, how good it is to you physically and how how great it is. It's like, hey, it's like dancing on your tongue, right? Once you've tasted of the goodness of the Lord and not the lie that he's not good, once you have absolutely have this hard wired in your spirit, soul and your mind that he is good and you begin to taste of his rich goodness, even right now, as we've been going through these scriptures, this is like a taste in your spiritual mouth of the goodness of God. And I pray that you don't shun away from it, that it tastes 
good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Oh, the joys of, of those who run back and say, you know what? I remember how that tastes. I remember how that tastes. Now, not only with this, but as we try to go and fill in our sinful nature and our flesh, fleshly nature, as we try to go and fill our lives with things that may taste good in the natural for the moment, but they're less filling, less filling. Did you hear that? They may taste good, but they're less filling. They don't satisfy. They don't take us on the long haul. They don't nourish our body the way that God's rich presence and word does. Be reminded today to feast on the presence of God because why he tastes good, we can know that he is good and he nourishes us well. Oh, the joys who take refuge in him, who run to him, his presence, his word, because he's there readily available in our time of trouble. Praise God. Let's move on to our sixth scripture, Psalms chapter 100, verse five. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. His unfailing love. What beautiful words. What beautiful truth right now. No matter what you have done, there is mercy. No matter what you have walked through, there is grace. His unfailing love. His agape love. Agape means unconditional. There's only one source of that. It is our Father God. Unfailing love. Unconditional love. His agape love is unfailing towards us. It never runs out. It never runs out. It won't fail. There's no batteries to it. There isn't a battery to it. It doesn't need to be recharged. He loves you. Oh my goodness. Wrap your mind around this right now. He loves you and I. Oh my goodness. Just as much as his son, Jesus. Yes, he does. Son and daughter of the most high God. And wrap your mind around this next one. He loves you and I just as much as when he began creation and he thought of you. He loves us. It has not changed through time. His love is unfailing. It is unfailing. It is constant. You can count on it. He is a rock on which you can go to, on which you can stand. His love won't fail. His love won't fail. Our love may fail for each other. The relationship issues that you're going through right now may feel like things are truly failing, but there is one that we can count on in our life, a source that will never fail. It is the love of our Father God. It continues. Did you hear that? The word says it continues forever. How long? Forever. That's a really long time. Forever is a really long time. That is forever and ever and ever. And ever, it's hard for us to imagine that it doesn't run out, but it doesn't. Absorb this promise today. And not only in our lifetime, because forever is beyond us, it continues to each generation. Our last scripture today, Psalms 143, verse 10. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Teach me to do your will, for you 
are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. That is a prayer. And it is an amazing way for us to conclude today's episode by praying this very prayer. And then I want to pray over you today that anything, any kind of limitation that you've had in your mind or in your heart that would taint in any way um, your, your vision of the truth of who our father is, yeah, that that right there would break in Jesus mighty name, that that would be removed. Any kind of film, anything in the way would be removed in Jesus name and that you would have eyes to see and to know. Amen. God, I thank you today for every single person listening, Lord, to the sound of my voice to this episode today. But most importantly, God, although your word is full of so much rich truth in this area, specifically today, these seven promises, these these seven scriptures that we've pulled out of your word, Lord, that point to your nature, your goodness, your love, Lord, your heart, Lord, your unfit, your faithfulness, Lord. Oh my goodness, God, we thank you for your promises are yes and amen, and they are true and we can stand on them. God, I ask today that you do exactly what this last scripture says. You teach us, teach us to do your will. Lead us, oh God, lead us right here, Lord. In this day and time, Lord, where there is chaos, where it seems like, and it really is a wilderness and a desert all at the same time in so many ways, Lord, we're not alone. Your word, your presence, your spirit, Lord, lead us through, Lord God. Thank you for your faithfulness. And God, teach us moment by moment, day by day, God, teach us, grow us in your word and grow us, Lord God. Uh, Lord, I pray today that everybody listening right now, in fact, I want you to put your hand upon your heart and maybe one other hand upon your ear. If you're not driving or if you're you're in a safe place to do that, please do this. Put your hand on your heart and your hand on your ear because right now, God, I pray, Lord, for every person listening, Lord, that they would have an open heart and open ears. Man, I feel his presence so strong moving right here. Lord, that you would increase right now. I pray an increase, God, a sharpening of tuning in, Lord God, to your voice. No other voice, God. Let our hearts, let our hearts, Lord God, be just, Lord, leaned in to all that you would say, God. Let our posture, God, be leaned in, Lord, to you and longing to spend time with you, Lord, and God, over our ears that we would have open ears to hear your voice, Lord, in the middle of the chaos and the static of life. God, let us dial right in and hear your voice with clarity. Thank you, God. Father, today, anything that would stand in that way Anything, God, that is not from you, from generations in the past, from lies we've believed, lies, things that we've spoken out of our own mouths, we break it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, I thank you today for your truth that has pierced through any of these places. And this is what we can stand on. God, you are good. And we seal this time today in your promises and in your truth. 
in your son's most precious name. Amen and amen. Listen, I have enjoyed spending this time with you. Don't forget, you can um, follow us at at 317 Freedom on Facebook or Instagram uh, for the times that we are posting things like this or we're going live in prayer. We want you to be a part of this community. We are on this journey with you and we just thank you and God bless you so much for tuning in and stay tuned for so much more.